0: will feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. Today we have a topic that I think is certainly very complicated (laughs) and very timely, I think. Our guest today is Wayne Shaw, and Wayne is the owner of Five Nines consulting. And Five Nines Consulting is a IT consulting advisory service. And we're going to talk about something that I need to learn about a lot, which is CMMC. And for those who don't know what CMMC is, it is Cyber Security Maturity Model Certification. Wayne, thank you. Thank you. Well, first of all, tell us about Five Nines Consulting and how you got into the uh, IT consulting space.
1: All right, so back way back when the dinosaurs roamed around in 1986 is when I graduated from college. I started with Equifax, and my job there was to go to all the credit granters and help them move the information for credit granting over to what they call the the gorilla run, right? So all the information about how you paid your bills and all that other stuff, we were shipping. Obviously, that had to be secure. So I've actually been in this field since 1986. From there, I worked for various companies, started my own company, my first company, called La Haute Company, and we did hosting, which is now called The Cloud. Mm-hmm. So we were doing cloud cloud computing back in 99. So when I started it. We built it to a nationwide company. We were also helping some people in China and India. Obviously, cybersecurity was extremely important to those people because we had their life their life in, in our hands, just like you do now. They put all their information up and, and trusted us to keep it safe. I sold it in uh, 2015 and started this company. And from here, from there, with all of our experience, we were one of the first companies that when you got a locker virus, we were the ones that came in and talked to people on the dark web, to the hackers, uh, negotiated out the contract or how much they wanted, would buy the Bitcoin, would uh, ship them the Bitcoin and would get the codes that was needed to fix the challenge. So mm-hmm. we've been in, in it for deep in it since uh, 2015, but I've been in it since 1986.
0: So what is the cybersecurity maturity model certification? I have no idea what this is, so
1: I'm green as grass. Okay. The CMMC, which is a whole lot easier to say, it's how we do it, is a requirement a requirement that's coming from the Department of Defense. If after 2024, any contract that comes out that has the CMMC on it, you will have to be assessed if you're holding CUI, and I'll get into all of that stuff.
0: So any project for the Department of Defense is going to have this new requirement. It becomes effective 1-1-2025?
1: It will be rolling out in 2025. Right now, the final, final draft has been put out on December the 26th of last year. They're going through the public comment phase, and then after the public comment phase, then the final draft comes out, and then when it's going to be Started, you're you're going to start seeing it in the RFPs.
0: So, what does this mean for a construction company, a general contractor, a subcontractor, a supplier?
1: Okay, so if you're the general contractor, we'll start with that, and you're building a building on a Air Force Base for
0: Fort Leonardwood.
1: Fort Leonardwood, that will be CUI, which is which is CUI stands for Controlled Unclassified Information. Even though it's unclassified, it's still controlled. That could be things like The address to the building, okay? That's why they flew a balloon over us, so they could get all of those addresses to the buildings. Mm -hmm. What is contained in the buildings, some of the rooms that they put into the buildings are classified information and unclassified information. So if you are building one of those buildings as a general contractor, you will get CUI. The buyer will tell you that you have controlled, unclassified information, and the CMMC is all of the requirements that you have for your it department to keep that information safe okay so let me back up and tell you that why to all of this and the history to all of this great okay so back in 2017 the department of defense asked all of their contractors to meet what's called NIST 800-171. That's National Institute of uh, Standards and Technology. You all probably use it for your... Our database, maintaining
0: our membership information.
1: Yeah, so 800-171 is a set of standards that there's 110 controls that is specifically for how to protect your data.
0: And I would imagine people who are doing work for the Department of Defense currently are adhering to those requirements. They're supposed to got it. In
1: 2017, the Department of Defense came out and said I want all of my subcontractors, defense industry base, to meet have their IT department meet the NIST 800-171. They asked them that in 2017. In 2019, they did a survey cuz all of the all of the dib said, "Sure, we'll do that, no problem." 2019 came out, they did a survey and nobody was doing it. In 2019, we also are about that time, we lost the f-35 the patriot missile our adversaries was hacking into our defense industry base and getting the information
0: so when you say we lost it that means the intellectual property was stolen correct got it correct
1: so the chinese or whoever stole it didn't walk into north of grumman and pick up the f-35s all the blueprints and walk away with them they went to the defense industry base, the people who were building the bolts and the nuts and that whatever, and got all of those pieces of information. Please understand that when a hacker comes after you, they don't come after the whole apple, right? They get little bits and pieces and put the mosaic together.
0: Kind of is this similar to what happened with Target where somebody came in through a subcontractor yes. portal
1: and got into mother ship. Exactly, got exactly. It. So when that happened, the DOD said, that's enough. We're going to require you to do it. So they put in to all of the RFPs since then that hold CUI, the DFARS, what we call DFARS 7020. DFARS stands for Defense Federal Acquisition Rules. So all well, of we it, There will be no test at the end of Okay. This, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> And I do sit down with anybody who wants to talk about it, and I'll talk about it. Okay. Since 2019 or before, the DOD has been putting the DFAR 7020 in the RFP, which says if you're holding CUI, you will meet the NIST 800-171, the requirements, right? Got it. What CMMC does is it makes this now – An assessor will come in and make sure that you are meeting all of those rules.
0: So somebody from DOD will come in, will log into your system.
1: They'll walk in.
0: Walk in and
1: look over your shoulder and make sure everything's in place. Right. Got it. And if you don't meet those requirements, you don't work with the DOD anymore. Any penalties? So the penalties come with what's called the False Claims Act. If you claim you're meeting this, okay, so let me back up a little bit. There's three levels to the CMMC, one, two, and three. Level two is where the CUI comes in. Number number one is FCI. That's federally controlled information, so we'll get into that a little later. So when you get the CUI, then the assessor will come in, and they are trained just for this, and you will have your – IT department assessed just like you're having your accounting department assessed and you have to meet all 110 requirements. You're either met or not met. If you're not met on any of them you have 180 days. If you don't meet them within 180 days of satisfaction
0: you're gone. Give me an example of some of those.
1: Well, one of them is there's a whole, do- what they call domains. There's a whole domain on you need to train your people on what CUI and FCI is. So you have to train all of your employees so when they see it on the screen, they know they need to get away. There's screens that have to be put on your folders and files that controlled CUI and FCI that says you're about to enter a folder that has classified or unclassified information in it. Only people who are authorized to see the CUI or the FCI can be allowed into that. You need your system to have pen testing and to be tests being done on it all the time to make sure that, you know, there's no naughty wells in it and, and, and all that other stuff. So it gets very, very in depth on what all you have to do. Normally when we're doing this, and we've been helping customers, clients since 2019, it takes nine to 12 months to bring a IT department up to the standards where they can even apply to get assessed. Now there's a company, this is how serious the DOD is, it, is with it. They stood up a non-for-profit called the Cyber AB. The Cyber AB's job is to train what's called RPs, that's us, consultants, mm-hmm. C3PAOs, which is the assessors. So they didn't go out and use anybody else. They didn't use the DibCat or anybody in the DOD. They set up a whole new company just to make sure that the defense industry base meets these requirements. That has been set up, they've been running for years, they've trained the assessors, they've trained the consultants, and so we are all now out there trying to get the three hundred and fifteen thousand companies that make up the defense industry base up to these these cybersecurity requirements.
0: And- this includes everybody from top to i mean how high does it go and how low does it go as far as a supply chain to dod
1: obviously north of grumman boeing the right. big boys right all the way down to one of my customers is a dry cleaning business and the reason that they have to be part of this is they're doing dry cleaning at one of the army bases so they know the they have on their records what well, the name the address the rank of all these individuals now if, remember i said what the hackers are looking for is bits and pieces right mm-hmm. so if they hack into something even as mundane if you want to put it that way and i don't want to say that dry cleaning is mundane but something like a dry cleaner now they know that colonel so-and-so has now moved to fort leonardwood let's say Okay, that's important information for our adversaries. Where are all of our top light individuals, right?
0: So if I'm working on uh, the new project at Fort Leonard Wood and I'm selling paint, yes, I have to be part of it. If I'm going on the property to do some excavation, yes. anytime I have a contract with DOD, mm-hmm. this is all part of it.
1: This is all part of it, right. Now... What's really interesting about it is there are other federal agencies that have said as soon as the DOD gets this going and they have the number of assessors that they need and they've flushed it all out, it's going to hop out of the DOD and it's going to go through the rest of the government. It's a standard. We've never had really a standard in IT like we do in accounting or engineering or whatever, the field is so new. This is the standard that's coming up. And the reason it's going to be the standard is because of the assessments.
0: So the CMMC is step one mm-hmm. for DOD. Then I'll probably go Department of Energy. Mm-hmm. Corps of Engineers. Well, I guess, is Department Corps of
1: Engineers covered under this no. uh, CMMC no, they, they, not right they, now? Not right now. They, they have their own standards. And, that, and that's been one of the big problems that we've had is everybody has their standards. IRS has their standard and energy has their standards. Everybody has their standards. And we can't all, as an IT group, agree on it, right? So okay. DOD just finally said, that's enough. We're not having our adversaries, you know, shoot missiles at us that we designed. So we're just going to do the CMMC and we're going to come in and make sure that you do it. Now, once you get the CMMC and you've gone through the assessment and you've been blessed, every year you have to do a self-assessment, which takes us back to the false claims act. If you say as a president that yes, my IT department is doing this and they are not, it's jail time. God. They are that serious about it. So you have to self-assess, and then every three years you have to reassess on level two. Level one you just self-assess. Mm-hmm. And that's where people like my clothing person, my uh she Your dry cleaner. My dry cleaner. My dry cleaner would fall under level one. If you're a, um, an electrician and you're working on the new building in Fort Leonard Wood or over at Scott, you would probably need, your company would probably have to be level one. We would really like to see you have some understanding that when you walk into a construction trailer now, there's going to be a placard that says there's CUI in here. Understand what that means. Understand. Right,
0: right. Well, this is obviously a very complex topic. so. Yes. We have scratched the surface here in 15 (laughs) minutes, so where can I go to learn more about this? Where where do I, Mm -hmm. uh, if I'm like, oh my God, I need to get CMMC'd, Mm
1: -hmm. what do I do? Okay, so there's a lot of places you can go. The Department of Defense, you can actually just put in DOD CMMC and go through all of the advertising stuff, and there will be a link straight to the Department of Defense's website on CMMC. I will tell you that Level 2 CMMC is 467 pages, so get a lot of coffee mm-hmm. when, when you're wanting to do it. You can go to the Cyber AB. That's the organization that they stood up to do that. You can come to our website, and you can read through it, and you can look, which is 5 hmm Or you can show up on for you all, for the AGC, on 123.
0: January 23rd.
1: Yep. We are doing a level one lunch and learn. Okay. Uh, Okay.
0: The location of that is at Construction Training School. Mm -hmm.
1: Exactly. And then on May the 1st and 2nd, I'll be uh, talking at the tech conference, the AGC tech conference. The AEC tech con, which Mm -hmm. is going
0: to be out in St. Charles at the convention center Mm -hmm. those first two days.
1: I will be talking, my speech is no more blinking lights, which I'm not only talking about the compliance issues of cmmc but also where it is moving in the future because we have a lot that we have to cover in it because it is becoming a profession with requirements and yada 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 so i'm going to be talking about that then amber and i have not put together another lunch and learn but after the tech conference we'll be putting one up on level two lunch okay. and learn on level
0: two and we've made it through 18 minutes without talking about ai <laughs>
1: <laughs> my son's been programming ai for three years so we can talk a lot about ai and what's going on mm-hmm. with
0: it. But well um, when you talk about the cybersecurity and all those sort of things i mean it seems like getting some spam emails is annoying but this is certainly yes. much more serious than exactly. a few spam emails when you're yes. talking about mm-hmm. national security issues and exactly It's certainly uh, time consuming for the contractors and for the vendors, but at the same time, it's very
1: necessary. Mm -hmm. And what we like to do is most people don't like change, right? And this is a major change. What we like to tell people is we're going to teach your employees about cybersecurity. When you put cybersecurity into your business, then they can take that home and help protect themselves too. So this will flow all the way down to make us all safer in this realm of of IT and the Nardi Wells out there on the dark web.
0: Well, Wayne, I really appreciate your time. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to uh, your event on the 23rd, May 1st and 2nd, all the things that you're doing to help keep our folks mm-hmm. safe, keep the country safe, but certainly help the contractors understand what they need to do to stay in compliance and keep the country safe
1: i will i, I will offer up one thing i don't charge for coming and speaking to organizations so or companies now if you want me to do a uh, a keynote then yeah we'll charge right. for that. but if you want me to come out there and talk to your company if you want me to come out and talk to your organization if you want me to do a lunch and learn for you we will do it we just want to get this information out to, to help people stay safe
0: well, Wayne, thank you very much. I know that people will be going to uh, 5 sconsultingcom with the nine being the number nine. Mm-hmm. So thank you, sir. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thank you. Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO on almost any podcast platform that you use. We hope you do subscribe and continue to listen as we move forward with this important project for the construction industry. To access our prior podcasts, visit www.agcmo.org not only for podcasts, but for additional information about AGC of Missouri.